I love the drums. I love the drums. Welcome back to the Tony Gallo Show. My name is Tony Gallo, and I am here with my co-host, Sahaj Shah, who's in the bathroom right now, so um, taking a leak. So we're just gonna, I'm just going to um, go ahead and stall here and just keep rambling on until... Um, you know he can he comes back over here i hope you're having a great day and i hope you're having a great week wherever you're listening listening this wherever you're listening to this um we're doing two episodes in a row so we're recording two episodes in a row today um we just got done with the last one because um we're gonna be a bit busy with the wedding stuff coming up here in the next couple weeks um anyway i while we're waiting on him to get back, go ahead and follow us on Twitter. I'm on, on sorry on Instagram. I'm trying to pull up the Instagram right now. The Instagram username is at Tony Gallo Show. At Tony Gallo Show. Um, go ahead and follow us on Instagram. If you have any suggestions, any ideas, or anything like that that you'd like to uh, hear us discuss or anything like that. Um, um, go ahead and, and DM me on there. Uh, get on there sometime. So, but you can follow us at Tony Gallo Show on Instagram. Share the show with your with your friends. Um, you know, we would really really appreciate it if you do. So, um, so I just coming. I think he's coming now. He's done. I think he was wiping um, here. And. Uh, He's sitting down now. Welcome to the show, Saj. Welcome, welcome. Ah, felt so good. It's good to be here. I just farted. <laughs> oh man, how's it going? Oh, it's going. It's going great. Yeah, bro. I so one of the biggest things that I've been thinking about lately, and that I've shared with you, um, is my like a change in the career, you know. And I don't want to leave law enforcement so we're both in law enforcement we're both partners um and um we both live together now so dude we're spending a lot of time together mm-hmm. it's insane how does that feel for you i'll to evict you out of this house <laughs> no i'm just kidding oh, so far so good right yeah no issues i think we were both a little concerned about just spending a lot of time with each other um when I moved in because I need to get my money right, you know, and I tell you, I'm going to make $1.4 million a year, every year, eventually. But right now I'm single and I said, let me just room with Sahaj and try to get, you know, try to save up some money, you know, because I'm not, I don't have the 1.4 million flowing in right now. Eventually it'll come. How? I don't know, but it'll come. Um, but anyway, I didn't want to, I wanted to talk about career change um and i'm just i feel like i'm hitting a wall doing the same thing over and over and over and i i I don't know i don't know i i think it's ready for i'm ready for a change what would you go into well i'm applying for a position with a a, like to be a, a, a liaison for the hispanic community and within the department so no, I'm talking about like what about oh. outside the department? Oh, outside the department. So outside of police work altogether. I want to work for myself. I I I I think law enforcement is it's a good career. We've been on a uh, 
assignment, a traffic assignment for the last six months now, uh, which is becoming a bit tedious, a bit, uh, I would just say tedious. And I'm, I've always liked to challenge, and I think I'm ready for a new challenge. I think I'm ready for something new. Um, and that's why I'm, I'm applying for a different position because I, I, the, it's, it's a good job. Um, I like working for the police department. Um, but I, I need, I need something new, you know, and what's good about DPD is that they have so many opportunities where you can go do so many different things. Um, and which that's awesome because you have these opportunities and, you know, hopefully I do well with the e with the interview. I think I'm going to do very well, and then, you know, hopefully get the position. We'll see. Sometimes people within the department already know who they're going to choose, or just doing the formality of the interview. So I hope that's not the case with this one. Uh, but if that's the case, then I hope I go and blow them out of the water. How many vacancies are there? One. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is this specifically? Uh, is this position specifically? To for the Hispanic community. Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I don't know if you have to be Hispanic in order to do it, but if you're gonna, you know, you're a liaison to the Hispanic community, so. Oh yeah. wow! I wonder if they have other liaison, um, like an Asian, like an Asian liaison. Maybe they do. I think. <coughs> yeah, I think they do. Maybe I'm do. I'm applying to something else as well, but I, I'm, I'm excited because. I want to. I eventually. I would like to be a handler. I want to. I want to have a canine. I want to be a, a canine guy, and I would. It'd be cool to be a canine guy at the airport because your dog. Oh yeah, that would because be cool. your dog gets federal certifications, which pretty much your dog is way cooler than you at that point. Oh, that's pretty. <laughs> that's dog. pretty sweet. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so if, I would like to be a handler. It'd be cool to be a handler at the airport. It'd be cool to be a canine cop overall, but I think at the airport would be pretty cool. Um, different sorts of federal federal training yeah and so i figured okay well if i want to eventually go there then i ought to start off there with the most basic patrol right so i'm applying to a love field unit uh the dallas love field unit just to see how it goes and and um go from there yeah so we're thinking about making some changes not leaving the career the field career field but making changes within the field yeah yeah and then, and then the good part about moving somewhere in the department is, um, if you don't like it for whatever reason, mm-hmm. then you are just you go right back to patrol. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean. Like there's a fallback option on that. Like yeah. That if you don't, if you really don't like it, or if it's not for you. The Tony Gallo Show. Sorry that um, we cut off there because the uh, recorder lost some some storage there. So um, you're talking about the wanting to be a handler and there's a lot of opportunities and there is. And uh, the point there was that we are um, moving on from, well, where I think point is for me personally, I'm hitting a wall um, and I'm getting bored and I want to go do something different. And eventually I do want to work for myself. Eventually it'd be great if we can get, you know, the audience that my goal was to have a a big audience with this podcast. I mean, 200,000 plus, maybe a million plus. And, you know, that would obviously bring in some revenue and some money. So, um, you know, we just got to keep working hard mm-hmm. and we got to keep sharing the show. We had a market. I, I am not very strong with the marketing stuff as strong as I want to be. Um, so I got to, you know, pick up some work there. But um, 
I think we're gonna, you know, I th- I think we're gonna be successful. Yeah, I one way or the other. I love podcasting. Yeah, it's fun. Um, so that's that's what we're kind of uh, talking about. What else do you have your on your list over there, by the way? I was gonna hit on the real estate market. Yeah, what's yeah? He's big on the real estate. We go live to a real estate correspondent, Sasha, who gets you know. Um, he gets um, excited. Let's say excited over the real estate market. Yeah, ever since I bought it, ever since I bought my uh, bought this house, I started. I've never let off the real estate. I always wanted to learn more about real estate. Uh-huh. But I think the housing market's been. I think the housing market's slowing down with uh, these interest rates on the rise. And I've been following. I've been filed. Fo- there's some. Um, I've been seeing the same houses on the market for way longer than what it used to be so i think it's slowing down it's slowing down a a bit yeah it seems like it is um uh yeah i'm also seeing that i'm also seeing houses go pending Mm -hmm. and then like a few days later it says back on the market so Mm -hmm. you know i'm wondering what that's about because quite a few houses like that i get Mm -hmm. emails of like um of houses like around us and uh, I've been following the trends around us, so it should be interesting on on seeing what happens because at the same time, there's tons of new construction going up. Yeah. Right? So. I think we're going to come into a period where there's going to be more inventory than demand, mm-hmm. which is going to obviously bring prices down. So that'll, yeah. be, that'll be good, um, at least for people who are trying to buy a home. You yeah. Know? So if you're trying to sell your home, you better sell it now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And I, but we're not housing market experts, but you look at the housing stuff every day almost on a daily basis. Yeah, and I think that and you know, honestly, if you can get into the housing market even with the interest rates in the mid fives or sixes, it's still it's still better. Those interest rates are still relatively low when we're speaking compared mm-hmm. to, you know, historical numbers. So you know, it, it, you haven't completely missed out. If you can still get into a house and not overpay for it, mm-hmm. then you're it's it's still good. I think it's a good opportunity. Now, I do think if you're waiting for the right, ha- I would I, with seeing these prices, more houses on the market, stay on the market longer. I do think you shouldn't rush to overpay for a house now because I think slowly we're going into a phase where you might be able to ask be you know have competitive offers and maybe even get it under my asking price so i don't know just depends on how big of a rush you're in or how how big how greatly how badly you want a house you know what's what's one thing that you like looking back at buying the house and the buying buying a home process anything that you wish you would have done or not have done or you know paid more attention to I think if I would have, the thing is, I was already, we already got the house under market value because we were ne- we we're going back and forth with negotiations, and they ended up settling for, we ended up getting it for about $15,000 um, under asking, which worked out. Now, what I wish um, I would have done more uh, or paid more attention to would have been um the inspection now not that there's a ton of things wrong with the house it's just sim- like things like with um 
for example, like on our chimney, there's like apparently like back like God knows when, but like someone had to fix some part of the chimney, and mm-hmm. apparently they fixed it mm-hmm. with like a wooden, with like a piece of wood mm. that from the dra- from the storm and all that is obviously not going to hold up very long. It's mm. just things like that. It's just small things. I think. Um, uh, I think Santa came down one year and it kind of ruined it. Yeah, Santa kind of ate too much. Yeah, ate too much and ripped my chimney <laughs> apart. No, but I think. Um, and Santa ain't footing the bill on that one. They said. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, don't and so I think I think that paid more attention to the inspection. Um, the other thing was. Even the inspection part wasn't even that bad, but I think the biggest thing that recently got hit with that I had that I know nothing about um, was property taxes. Oh yeah, good God, those I I um I got used to paying my mortgage by property taxes, um, insurance HOA at a yeah. at a fixed cost every single month. Well, one well, just recently I was hit with a hundred bucks higher of a payment, and I was like, "Wait, that must be a mistake." Well, it wasn't a mistake. Our property taxes came in, mm-hmm. and our property taxes went up by, geez, like something like forty something percent. Geez, Louise. Yeah. So like that, if that's gonna affect your um, monthly payment. Yeah, your escrow. So yeah, I just and. And I went to contest the property taxes. I went. I did the whole thing, but it's just something to know in advance. Just know that what you're paying for your first year may not be the same payment you're going to be making for the next five years. It, you know, with property taxes going up and all that, it's going to go up. So, so my and my understanding is that if you're in escrow and you have your mortgage um, combined with your insurance payments. That's why it changes. That's why it fluctuates. Your mortgage itself doesn't change a whole lot. It's the insurance and the uh, 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 property taxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like your insurance might go up a little bit. Your property taxes will probably go. And then the other thing I wish I learned was exemptions, like homestead exemption. I mm. filed it now, but, you know, I would have done it earlier. If, if, but um, So the home buying process was pretty smooth for us, honestly. I think we were fortunate. But uh, I wish I would have paid attention a little more because it's literally like you're signing hundreds of pieces of paper. You're pretty much signing your life away. And so after a while, you know, it gets tedious and monotonous and I zone out. Are you excited about the housing market? Do you see this as an opportunity or something, investment opportunity coming up? I think it'd be a good, I think it'd be a good uh, spot to buy in, at, especially if you're wanting to invest or even as a first time home buyer, it would be it's it'll be good for you or anyone looking to buy it'd be cool to do the airbnb stuff so oh we need to call brandon right brandon's our guy who wants to go into business with us and we keep forgetting to call him back we got to call him back after this yeah (laughs) i think i think with um the prices coming down there's always an opportunity there's a friend that i have his name is gabe gabe schrade Maybe he listens to this. Maybe he doesn't. But any, but anyway, I I want to have him come on someday, and we can talk to him, both talk to him because he, um, uh, from my understanding, the last time I spoke with him, um, he was running a, a very successful business, uh, and I just want to get his thoughts and kind of p- 
pick his brain over how he got started. Uh, first, over what exactly is, is he doing? And then, how did he get started? What are some challenges? What are some successes that he's had? You know, kind of do that. Maybe yeah, that, oh that'll yeah. be, fun. be fun. But um, every time I could try to get that guy on the phone, I can't get him on the phone. Got to call him, too. But anyway, um, so yeah, so you... Sahaj is very excited about the housing market, though, and um, I think he is at least because he's always looking at it and mm-hmm. um, a little too excited, almost like that story that we never mind. This no, the story that we talked about with the son and the mom. Oh, that's how <laughs> nah. excited you get, you know. You got it I, twisted. Yeah. he like wants you to got like that shit twisted. He wants to like pounce on it romantic with the housing market i'm like bro the housing market is just a term you know you can't do anything with it you know dude if i could if i could buy he's like i want to go into the neighborhood and just just look at every faucet in the home i'm like what what why the faucet <laughs> if if i had the opportunity i would buy <laughs> i would buy a house in every single freaking state that i want to stay in I, I think that'd be awesome yeah I that'd would be awesome our first that's start the dream. Out. Yeah, that'd be and that'd be and I would just Airbnb it out. Yeah, that's I mean that's the dream. Oh, I want to do relationship advice segment again. I'm um. Oh, I have something more about um, incest. Uh, just kidding. What? <laughs> People might think I'm freaking weird. I think we all know you're a little weird. That's okay. It's okay to be weird. Who wants to be average? You know, it's okay to be weird. Girlfriend cries. Cries. This is. You're the fitness guy, my fitness advisor. Girlfriend cries she's fat but doesn't want to do anything about it. This this guy, I'm assuming it's a guy, yeah, guy says. Hi, everyone. First of all, I, 31-year-old male, want to start this off by saying my girlfriend, 25-year-old female, is not fat at all. This is what, sh- what is upsets me the most. I met my girlfriend almost a year ago, and we started hanging out every day and got serious. I used to be in okay shape and was working to that when I met her, but once she came into my life, the gym stopped. Me and her both like to eat, and within the next seven months, we both put on about 20 to 25 pounds. She's 5'6 and weighs about 155. I met her at 135. I love her, and I love her weight. The problem is now she doesn't want to dress up or go out because none of her clothes fit her. She breaks down crying because her size five six pants don't fit, and all she wants to do is stay in PJs. She told me she wanted to go to the gym. It's an, it's been about six times that we come to the gym for about two or three days, and then she complains she's sore or that she's tired or stops and stops excuse me until she tries on clothes. A week or two later, and nothing fits. She tries dieting but gives up after a few days. So I'm at a wit's end. I love her and I want to support her. But I'm not sure how to convince her she's beautiful or convince her to go to the gym for herself. Any advice would help. Oh, wow. That's... What do you think? He has... So he, here he, he's, his heart is in the right place. Yeah, he's a re, sounds like a really nice guy, like, you know, and yeah. he loves her no supportive. matter what. Yeah, super supportive. Um, and I think a lot of us have that problem. Well, I haven't been in a relationship yet, but I've seen it in other relationships where... Um, you know, people just kind of get into relationships, stop taking care of themselves, and maybe it's the eating out a lot or something. And what do you advise there? Did you have that problem? No, I didn't personally have that problem, but a simple thing that they can do is find an outdoorsy activity that they both like doing and Mm -hmm. just start with that. You don't have to go to the gym. 
Yeah, just start with that. Like, if she likes walks in the morning or at night or whatever, mm-hmm. you guys can put aside 45 minutes to an hour or 30 minutes and just go on a walk. Increasing your steps every single day would be an easy way to... Right. You know what I mean? Just start seeing some results. I get that part, though, where she, like, doesn't want to go out because her clothes don't fit. I get it. I, I'm down 22 pounds since last September, and some of my clothes wasn't fitting and it wasn't motivating trying to go out or plant things or anything. So the fit just wasn't there. It w- it's demotivating. It really is. De- it's demotivating a word. I guess it, it is now. So it's demotivating, you know, when stuff doesn't fit. Um, but also I, I think what's important here too is, and what I recommend, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not a fitness expert. I'm still, I'm, I'm still on the journey myself. I'm not, I don't think I'm at my peak, um, fitness physical shape i should say peak physical shape i haven't reached that that milestone yet um but one recommendation is just watch what you eat too i think that's the biggest thing you know mm-hmm. i think um it's it's a vicious junk food is a vicious cycle um and for me and i struggle with i still struggle with it uh, but it kind of like you eat it then you feel bad about eating it and then you think about how good it made you feel for about an hour, and then you're just feeling bad the entire day. So you go and you get it again because it's gonna make you feel. It's gonna lift your spirits back up for a little bit, you know. And then you feel bad, and you feel you keep feeling bad, and then you're like, well, what's gonna make me feel good? Food. You go and get it again. So it's a vicious cycle. And I, I think that this is not only with food. We do it with a lot of things, right? Um, any kind of addiction. So I would advise just maybe start looking at what you're eating and. You know, start limiting those, the junk foods and stuff like that. And I'm trying to do that. It's hard. It's a tough thing to do. That's probably the toughest thing to do. I think um, another thing that he can do that um, he can lead by pot or lead by example. Yeah. So if he starts going to the gym every day and mm-hmm. he starts seeing results, what's going to happen is she's going to compliment him. She's going to be interested in his results. Like, oh, wow. Well, baby, look, you your arms look big today or mm. your chest is coming in stuff like that. Oh yeah. You are you ab- saying my boobs are small or like your abs are like your abs are coming <laughs> in. So I think that, um, and then just naturally she'll be interested in it. It's yeah. just one of the, you don't have to force it on somebody, but naturally they're going to be interested in it. And next thing you know, hopefully she comes, maybe she's come to the gym with you at least maybe twice a week and starting with that. I mean, yeah. And it's hard to force things on people's throats. You gotta have to lead by example. You do. I agree with. Or that. you gotta like, like work definitely with by them. Example. Yeah, work with them. Work make it with feel. them. Yeah. yeah. Like, and he, it doesn't sound like he's he wants her to go to the gym. It sounds like he wants her to um to like, to kind of guide her in in fixing a, an issue. Like he he wants to help her with that issue. She feels like she has an issue. And she's not implementing a solution. So he wants to help with the implementation of a solution. And what he said there at the end was super important. Um, I think he said, I I want her to work out for herself or something like that. Or any, uh, convince her to go to the gym for herself. Yeah. For herself. That's the best. That's the, that's a good way. Super important. And that's not only in, uh, in in women or just this relationship. That's an every person problem. Like we got to convince ourselves i got to convince myself i'm going to the gym for myself not for anybody else not because i want to look like anybody else not because i want to look like you i want to look better than you and i'm going to look better than you you know i'm doing it for myself 
Right. That's the way you should do it. That's the way you should do it. And, you know, a lot of people want to do it for other people. And then they say, no, I don't want to do it for other people. I do it for myself. But subconsciously, you're doing it for other people. You just don't know it yet. So um, really, like, really dig dig deep about why you're doing it and um, and go for yourself. Like, I'm, I think I'm trying to limit myself at the gym right now to get three workouts in instead of trying to do the whole daily thing. You do the whole daily thing. I don't know how you do the whole daily thing. But... Um, yeah, it works well. Yeah, but uh, you know what else they can do? What I was thinking, I was yeah. like, what if they plan a vacation, a tropical vacation? They plan it for that's like a good six thing. months out, or whatever, and work towards that. You know, when I go to tropical vacation, I want to look relatively lean. I want to be able to to feel comfortable. Yeah, and you're lean, and so you'd be able. So if you work towards that together, it's a goal. Yeah, eh, it might work out. I, you know, the the gym. Something I've noticed is that it's becoming more of a norm. Like I don't know if it was a, as big as a norm ten, fifteen years ago as it is today. Yeah, for people, I think more and more people value it, especially after the pandemic when literally gyms were all shut down. Mm-hmm. Dude, it made me like. Even coming from me, like I used to go to the gym every day before the p- pandemic, and um, I never, I always took the gym for granted. I never, I was like, I was, I just expected it to be there. Well, when the pandemic came, freaking shut it down, dude. I was lost. I did not know what to do with my life because mm. literally, the gym is where I go for everything. Mm. Everything go for the gym. Even to like learn about random shit, I go to the gym. I hop up on the cardio machine. I put on YouTube. I do it for like 30 minutes and I learn mm. something. I learn stuff. Dude, I like, I don't know. I was near, I think I was losing my mind. And I think that, and I think that more and more people are becoming health conscious. And I think stepping out of their comfort zones, you don't have to go to a gym to be fit or, you know, take on exercise. But gyms have a huge, they play a big role in our society. No, they sure, they sure do. I don't think ever shut the gym down, ever. Well, it sounds uh, okay, buddy. It sounds like you need to get a little more resourceful over there. No, <laughs> like you're gym losing your mind. There's so many ways to get those endorphins. Is it endorphins? Right. Yeah, or just like to get those endorphins. Go out for a run. You know, go out for a walk. Like you can fit. You can figure it out. Like you don't have to go to the uh, an actual gym to get that feeling. I but. I need it. I need it. I need to be around people that I know. At like whenever I see, s- I think we all need to be around people. And fitness is key. Fitness is one of the keys. Well, like it's just something about being at the gym, and like just doing your thing, working out, but also having like you know people that are working out with you, familiar faces. It's pretty motivating. You see yeah. the same people. One hundred percent. Whenever yeah. I go to the gym, I see the same exact people That's that I've seen for like the last. God knows when I'm since I started that gym. It's a good point. And I then you become friends with them. It's interesting because you said it's motivating. It's it that's that's a good message right there. It's I think it's the fact that other people are improving themselves. It wants it, it like pushes you like, yeah, this is what life is about. It's improvement, you know, about continuing to to grow, you know? Mm-hmm. So I like that. It's improvement. Fun. And it's fun. Improvement. Improvement. Here's a message. Improvement is contagious. Right. Mm. Sounds however you put it. Do you like that? Go make a t-shirt. Open. Go make a t-shirt. Improvement is contagious. <laughs> if I could live inside of a gym, 
I probably would. I mean, your biceps are getting pretty big. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> no, I um, I know. Really, it's becoming a norm, and it should be a norm because it should be normalized. Um, whether you go to the gym to do cardio or lift weights, and I think I think Either fitness or. experts have determined that you know you just want to have a well balanced routine. Um, so, but improvement is is um improvement is beneficial and a positive trait in our lives improvement around other people is even better and that's why the gym is good um but yeah bro i mean you're in great shape and i think you plan on staying in great shape too right yeah hopefully (laughs) what do you mean hopefully (laughs) but yeah that's the advice the advice for the 31 year old male um you know, take the small steps, you know, take the small steps. Lead by example, like Sahaj said. I think that's a pretty good good um, thing to do. A good advice right there. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll be right back with more. Share the show on Instagram and Twitter because remember, sharing is caring. At Tony Gallo Show. Here's Tony with your feel-good story of the day. All right, feel-good story is actually being brought by Sahaj. Sahaj, take it away with feel-good over there. Yeah, so you know I love dogs. So this He's is like, the dog. housing market is going. No, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. No, the so there was a a retriever that saved 27 people from drowning. What? How? Yeah. And th- so this guy, so this. Uh, this guy was Jack the Retriever, lived with his owner near Rivertaw, Wales, in the 1930s. So this is from back then. This, this is a historical dog that needs to be put in the Dog Hall of Fame if there's a Dog Hall of Fame. Okay. Well. This, is amba- this is amazing. Mm-hmm. All right, so hear me out. So uh, We're going to history class. Yeah. Feel good story in, back in the 1930s. Back <laughs> in the 1930s when th- people were doing good things. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> no, so this dog, this dog first started off by saving a boy who was drowning in the river by pulling him to the shore by his neck. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And so him and his owner basically lived in that area where they had a river. Uh And over the course of a decade, he saved 27 people from the treacherous river. Oh, wow. Yeah, 27 people. Lifeguard dog. Yeah. And this dog received tons of awards. He got the silver collar from the local council, silver cup from the mayor of London, two bronze medals from the National Canine Defense League, and he basically is now honored at the St. Helens Ruby Ground. And he was dubbed Dog of the Century. Oh, wow. Dog of the, of the 1900s? Uh, in 2000. Oh, he was named the Dog, dog of the Century? Century in 2000. Wait, how does this go from 1930 to 2000? Like even after he was, even after he had passed, he's still getting awards till this. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. But he saved 27 people. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Lifeguard. That's more. Dog lifeguard. Right. He's like Air Bud, but a lifeguard. Well, I always think is like, when you jump into, the dog jumps into that type of a, a river, I you I guess I guess I guess retrievers are natural swimmers. Oh, okay. But still, like that's pretty. Risky. What was his name again? I forgot. His name is Jack. Jack. Jack the dog. Shout out to him. He's long gone now. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, but he's still getting awards, and he won 
dog of the century for 2000 are you sure in are, are you sure in 2000 they named him maybe dog of the century of the 1900s probably because the century ended and they're yeah. like hey let's check the dog is the, the guy great that's awesome he i got many life I, I got an, i got an extra feel-good story for you guys um you know george washington won the revolutionary war Oh. Since we're going back in history, uh, that's a feel-good news story. Yeah, Congrats. that is feel-good. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Thank you, Sahaj, for your feel-good feel good news story of the day. Share the show on Instagram and Twitter because remember, sharing is caring. At Tony Gallo Show. A podcast unlike any other. You're listening to The Tony Gallo Show. Where the drums stay, there are the, there, they, there they are, man. I'm getting tired, bro. Like two episodes in a row, boy, we getting it back today. Back to back. Back to back today. Back to back. Um, There's a Drake song that goes back to back, I think. Yeah, back to back. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we're here and we're about to wrap it all up, but... Um, yeah, dude. I'm just. Life is treating you well, though. I feel like I know everything about you. Yep, can't complain. Do you think I know you better than you know yourself? Sometimes. Mm, maybe. <laughs> maybe a little bit. <laughs> That's good. That's good. You can go pick up your doggy Vo. Yeah, she hasn't been called yet, so we'll see. Uh, hopefully, she had a good grooming day today. Mm-hmm. Got her booty scrubbed. Her what? anal glands washed. What they do that? Mm-hmm. Can I go get my anal glands washed? I don't know. You probably should, though. I got a bidet. I think th- that's when I wash it pretty well. I'm sure they have grooming appointments. They'll take you in. By the way, you should you should try the bidet one day if you're ever interested. Maybe. I got my brother into it. I got my friend Justin, I think. I got Justin into it because he moved out, and he may not give me the credit. That's okay, but he moved out. He, I mean, he came over once when I before I, when I lived at the apartment over there. And um, he used my bidet, and then like two months later, I saw he got a bidet. So I say I I inspired some some. We're we're I'm spearheading a bidet revolution where mm. we all use bidets. Maybe I have to try it. It's good. Maybe I'll use a wash Vogue's butt. Okay, that's nasty, bro. <laughs> Do not bring Vogue up here to wash her butt with my bidet. <laughs> That just doesn't sound fair. You're going to struggle with her, too. She ain't going to just let you do that. Yeah, crazy guy. You ought to try. Gina should try, too. She wants to try. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. pass it around. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Why? Are see you scared you're going to get something? We'll see how unhealthy that can be. Get out of here. That's about the healthiest thing you're ever going to do. <laughs> you know, you're going to hit sit in the healthiest toilet that there is to man. Known a man out here. <laughs> just the healthiest. Crazy guy, man. Just crazy. <laughs> Why are you so crazy? I don't know about all that. Why are you so crazy? I don't know about this being the healthiest toilet. It's healthy. It's healthy. Um, oh, I, I I said I was gonna discuss my dating life. So I I just dude, I don't know. I it's hard. It's hard to date with the work schedule, two to ten, off Mondays, Tuesdays. It it's tough. It's a tough thing to do. So I don't I'm I'm still talking to a couple guys and you know, but I don't I mean, it's just kind of going down the drain for me. Not, I shouldn't say down the drain because I know, you know, eventually I'm going to meet someone great and fantastic and it's going to happen. Everything is going to work out. But 
right now in this season of my life, I wanted to, and I got into it, and I got on Hinge, and I started dating and going around. But man, it's going it's, around, <laughs> going around town, <laughs> and I do it it's safely. Just, it's and I do just, it very it's just, safely. It's just the way you put it. It's just I'm doing it very safely. Going around kind of gives it another connotation. Right? I, it's not like that. It's, you know, I'm not going around like that. I used to go around a lot. But, you know, sorry. I don't know. Sorry, Mom. Tony's what? apologizing. Uh, but now I'm just not, I'm not even, I don't even feel like having, you know, sex with guys right now. <laughs> you know, I just, I don't know. I mean, there's only, well, never mind. I'm not even going to go there. The point here is, that dating is tough when you're not on a regular schedule, on a normal adult schedule, um, and it, it's it's been tough. Yeah, I could see that being hard, cha- very challenging. Though I do believe, and I do have hope that I will find someone who's very very good, and um, and also the other thing with dating is you got to be able to talk to another person, you know. And after work, you know how work is. It's <coughs> you know, it's just tough. You it's, don't want to talk to anybody. It's tough to try to get to know somebody when you don't want to talk to anybody. No, you know? fair enough. So it doesn't make any sense, but that's okay. We, I will get there. I'm gonna meet somebody fantastic. And you no know, doubt. I was talking to no Gus- cap. Oh, I was talking to G, and um, I don't know. It kind of fiddled out, but I still want to be his friend. I gotta text him, let him know I still want to be friends. But that's an update on my dating life, if anybody cared, which a lot of people do. I know a lot of people care because you're probably going through the same thing, and that's why you care. Not you, but the listener. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, any last words? Saj, I know you're tired. You look tired over there. Are you tired? No. You, s- you sure? Oh, yeah. You want to knock out another episode? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> tired. Um, I just hope that I'm just going to go down whatever you do get into a dating life just know that incest is bad because that's the sto- disgusting the dude. stories that i've been that <laughs> i heard is just i you know well, then i don't again, want you to go on that road Tony. you're like don't go meet your dad and uh you know go down <laughs> i was gonna be savage and bring that up but i was like nah i shouldn't bring that i up. know you didn't grow up with your dad so you don't know who he is so just be <laughs> careful check ids every time <laughs> <laughs> crazy make sure you don't meet him on an app I'm not even on the apps that much anymore. It's crazy. But, I, I, I you know, it's not that. I, I just don't have the, the, the need to be on it. And I really don't need another person to be happy. I would like another person. I do want to be in a relationship. But, um, but you're an independent man. Who needs I no man? I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it's what I'm not. Find happiness within yourself, you know, before you start dating. So. We got to do it. Um, did you hear something? No, I thought it did. Oh, I thought I Maybe it's just, you know, downstairs. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Sahaj. Thanks for being here. By the next time you hear this, because this, we got one going in the next week, um, you'll be married. You'll be a married man next episode, right? Yes, sir. All right. Yep. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're going to have a wedding ring and everything? Yeah. That's awesome. That that's such a mature look for anybody, you know. Like wedding ring, I was like, "Ooh, that's mature, mature guy." 
wedding band know, a wedding band a wedding ring whatever oh yeah whatever. yeah yeah it just it's just like oh that's a mature person right there they, they're married and stuff you know yeah but anyway all right thanks for joining us thank you for listening don't forget to share the show with your friends and your neighbors and the people you hate the most and the people you love the most too so yeah share the show thank you for joining us we'll see you next time Share the show on Instagram and Twitter because remember, sharing is caring. At Tony Gallo Show.